Rebecca, nothing, just chilling. How you doing this week, Megan? I'm fucking tired. Really? Like, Me and too. it's Tuesday. Me too. Uh, and it's I did been a work long yesterday. Week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like the weather changing or what, but definitely, I'm just it's not working for me i think it is it's been kind of gloomy but i mean everyone lo- i love fall me too yeah. i like that you wear boots yeah i love jackets like yeah. i hate being hot yeah honestly i wish it was a little bit warmer like i wish it'd stay in like the high 60s yeah because it was dropped down to a little 50 today i, was I like, know Oof. i could not get up i hate that it's so dark in the morning that you don't want to get out of bed though i know yeah i actually woke up and worked out this morning so i need to get back on my like routine yeah it's so hard. It is. But you got to do it before the fall it blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that being said, we were like not ready to record this week. <laughs> so we decided that this week we we're going to answer some of the questions that you've been putting in the inbox. Rebecca never checks the inbox. So these are all new to her. I know, guys. So bear with me, y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't even have time to just like. <laughs> right. So listen in if you've sent us an email and don't forget, you can always email us. We'll check it or you can um, DM us on Instagram as well. All right. You ready, girl? Let's get it. All right. I am married and we are not intimate enough. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've tried everything. I try to use toys, but he gets mad every time I do. Any tips would be appreciated. Oh, okay. So I'm not married, mm-hmm. so I'll give my single advice. Yes, <laughs> And then Megan do. can come from the uh, married perspective. I'm a try. <laughs> I mean, for me, I feel like um, not wanting to have sex has everything to do with that person. I don't think it has to do with, like, I think it has the stature of the person. So, mm-hmm. Like, if your husband doesn't want to have sex, something is going on with him that he doesn't want to have sex either. Like, maybe he's, like, maybe sad, depressed, something is going on with him. Right. Or maybe he could not be attracted to you in that moment. So, yeah. I feel like it's the the hard advice here is trying to figure out what's going on without being without pushing and meddling too much. But let's say that she has like, you know, like let's say she's trying like, you know, putting on a sexy lingerie or something. And he's like, but that might not turn him on. I'm tired, babe. But let's say it has, cause they're married. So she, obviously it's changing, which is why she's asking. Yeah. So if she's trying all her normal tricks and then, nothing seems wrong, it's not like he's having a hard time at work or he hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Child, you better get you a, um, what's them coats that hit the floor every day? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm tired. Right. Well, girl, <laughs> let me tell you something. You better get you a really powerful um toy for yourself. She said he gets mad. He don't got to know when she does it. That's her personal time. I mean, I know guys be in the shower doing all type of stuff. Right. Those, those long showers. Right. Come Please. on now. So, girl, But they're not ashamed to say it either. Yeah. So I would just be discreet. And I mean, is that cheating, Megan? <laughs> no, it's not cheating. But I feel like, yes, you can do it yourself. Of course. That's fine. But you want to do that with your partner. You do. You do. But so, that's why I said it's really important to get to the root of the problem. Exactly. And find out what's where, where's the disconnect happening and then address that. Right. 
For me, on the marriage end, I know that things change. You can have one season of your relationship when you guys are on the same page and, you know, you're doing that all the time. And then there's sometimes where you're not or then one person feels away and another person doesn't. So I would say you want to make sure that too much time hasn't passed. You really yeah. want to figure it out because you can end up in... A, a friendship type of situation where you're yeah. just roommates and Ooh. nothing is working. So I would say, like Rebecca said, you do really want to talk to them and don't make it like a big deal, like a sit down. We need to talk type of yeah, situation. No. But maybe one day when you're, you know, like you're trying and he's like, I'm too tired. You should be like, you know, you've said that a few times, you know, what's going Dirty, on? Okay, yeah. Yeah. But um, and don't come from like a desperate angle. No, either, because I feel like guys are really turned off by that. So, girl, if I were you, I would probably walk around in my like booty shorts looking hot and then be like, uh-uh, and babe, not ask. right now. And yes. then maybe you tell him not now. Yes. Babe. Do not, not ask now. for it. Right. And like, you know, do all the tricks that makes him want to and then be like, oh, babe, I don't feel like it right now. Right. Later. Later. And so now he's like, OK, he's going to start begging you. And honestly, for me, what I find is that if you're not interested, they want something even more. Like yes. if I'm getting dressed up to go out and he's not coming with me or whatever, he's like, where are you going? You know, right. like they always girl, have your want- homegirl text you at like 11 p.m. Be like, oh, OK, hold on. I got to answer this and like leave the room. He'll be like, <laughs> oh, where are you going? It's so, all about the chase for yep. men. I think it's more mental than anything else. And so definitely do things that make you feel good and not don't do it for him. Do it for you because if you're exuding sexy and you feel good and confident, then he's going to see that change in you and be like, wait, what's going on? Yep, exactly. And so, yeah, take care of you. Everything you need to do to release. And I mean, honestly, going to the gym and working out, that feels good too. Yeah, because it makes you feel good. You feel different. You do. You feel lighter. So, yeah, do your own thing. Focus on yourself and you feeling confident and then he'll notice that change in you. One thing I wanted to address, though, about the whole sex toy thing I feel like you have to do what makes you comfortable. Yeah. Like, you can't be mad at me for using something when you're not doing your job. Right. Yeah. So he's hmm. just going to have to be mad. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you need to blatantly do it. I know friends who say their man be right there and they just be like, Broop. I feel like, like, if oh, you're wow. like if you're like trying to do that and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to bed. Be like, okay, let me reach over and get what I need to get. Right. Like, Okay, yeah. I'm fine. Dang, <laughs> that actually would be hilarious. I would let us know how that works. If he if he says no, I'm good, and then you roll over and do your own thing, and then let's see what he says then. Right, then he gonna take his pillow, a blanket, <laughs> and go to the couch like f you. <laughs> Bye. Right. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We're not ending marriages. It's just right. just work through this hump. Yes, it'll get better. Okay, our next question says i'm in my 30s and trying to settle down with someone but i gravitate towards the toxic guys mm. they're more exciting and fun but i always end up hurt in the end what do i do oh god i feel like we all want the guys who are not right for us yeah the toxic guys are more fun and they're sexy and they're interesting but that sounds like she needs to do her own maturing Okay. And 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 listen to value of herself because if you value yourself and you have confidence in yourself, then you then you then you value your time and you know that you deserve better than someone who's toxic and who's not going to bring the best out in you. How do you? When do you realize that someone is toxic though? Because you don't know right away, do you? And what does that? Um, hold on. What does a toxic do. guy even mean? Exactly? Okay. Yeah. Toxic is such a like. 
It's a word where people like it gets misconstrued. Yeah. What does it mean to you? To me, it just means like it's just a situation that's not really conducive to like your everyday. Like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't align perfectly. It's like always bumpy and there's always confusion. There's always it's just not it's just not leveled. Like basically maybe you want to be committed and he wants to date multiple people. Yeah, exactly. Got so it. it's just always going against the grain. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to me. Okay. Um, and so, like I said, like it can sound like such a nasty, mean word, but I think to me, when I think of it, I'm like, Oh, it just means like you're going against the grain. It doesn't work. And so for me, like I said, I think it's all about confidence. If you have confidence in yourself and you know, your value and your worth, you're not going to put up with that. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to expose yourself to that because it just it just makes you kind of toxic because then you have to react to their their bad behaviors. But she's saying that she wants to settle down. So if she's putting out that she's looking for something serious and she wants to settle down, why is she attracting that? Maybe she has some toxic behaviors. That's interesting because online you always hear about toxic men, but never I've never heard someone say that's a toxic female. Well, so woman. that's the thing. I think like some of our behaviors and patterns, we're we're not even noticing that they're not really good. Mm-hmm. Like we might have learned like a bad behavior from a mom or an aunt or a caregiver, someone who took care of us, and we never even knew that wasn't like the proper way to deal with something, right? And mm-hmm. so now you get labeled as toxic, or maybe that situation isn't as good right but it's so funny because i feel like they applaud women for if we're saying that that's what toxic is for being toxic like online obviously i'm not going to say any names but there'll be men who have a lot of baby moms and cheat on all their girlfriends Mm -hmm. and then if a girl seemingly does the same thing to him they're like oh yeah do that you know like go ahead why is that i don't know i really don't know i it's like a gender role thing once again like where people kind of like lift up certain people for doing things and then women get shamed or vice versa. It's like, it's cool for the dude to have multiple kids and stuff. Yeah. But then if a woman has two separate dads for their two kids, it's like, Oh my God. Like, I mean, I think it's not, it's not, I'm not going to say it's not cool or whatever. I just think, you want what's healthiest and what's best for your kid. I don't even think healthiest is a word, but you want, (laughs) you want like the healthy option for your kid where they don't have to like really split their parenting time or, you know, it's just, it's just hard. Like even my my dad, like has, you know, kids, like I have half siblings. Mm -hmm. And so like, we all love each other and we're all a blended family, but everyone doesn't have that. Yeah, I think we all have to have grace for ourselves. Yeah. Or and each other where it's like you don't know what the situation is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what happened. Things don't work out how yeah, you want it exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's okay. totally fine. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, once again we're going up against like what society would want you to have. Exactly. But it's, it's so just much you pressure. just have to be a good parent. And honestly, from even my dad, he told me it's hard to be a good parent to like different households because now every kid is raised differently. Exactly. And, you know, they have different traits or like different things that their parents, you know, what out in them that maybe he might not align with. And so mm-hmm. it becomes like difficult. I'm not going to say it's bad, but I think it just becomes a lot of weight and stress. Yeah. But going back to this girl and settling down in relationships, mm-hmm. I feel feel like also we're always quick to like jump to something else like you know I know we talked about red flags or whatever but 
I don't think seeing something that doesn't necessarily work for you means that you need to quickly end a relationship because Mm -hmm. people can change, you know, like we each bring out something different in the person that we date. Right. So, and I feel like it's, the grass is not always greener with someone else. Mm -hmm. The glass is, the grass is green where you water it. If you work on this, if you're both committed to a relationship, it's going to work. Yeah. And I think you just have to see what weighs different because sometimes like someone can be really bad at this, but then they're really good at this. So just how it balances out or, or what you bring out in that person, like you and I can date the same person and I bring out this thing and you bring out something else, you know, you never know. I think it just takes time and people have to adjust to, you know, you and what makes you happy. So, yeah. This isn't a question, but it made me think just now saying that should you take advice from someone who's dated someone you're about to date? Let's say it's not a friend, but like, let's say say a co-worker (laughs) knows of someone and it's like, oh, I know them. Mm -hmm. And then they tell you something about them. Should you take that to heart? Mm. I don't think you should take it to heart. I think you should consider But I think you should get to know people for yourself because also I think people put out different energy to different people and how they're related to them. So if we're just friends, they're going to give you friend energy. Mm -hmm. If they're dating romantically, they're going to give out romantic energy. So I think you have to be careful with what people say about other people because you really don't know until you experience them for yourself. And then they could have been in a different place when they were behaving a certain way whether good or bad if they were a great person 10 years ago and now they've had like so many life challenges now that they're like a complete dog so i think you have to really give people the opportunity to show you who they are and they show you rather quickly so i think it's good to keep it in the back of your mind but don't you know hold it against them yeah i think it's hard especially with i know like girls who's been like oh i heard she cheated on her and her so i don't want to cheat her but Mm. i don't believe that just because you've cheated on someone means that you're a cheater do you no no I think <laughs> whatever they were lack, you were lacking something in that relationship or you weren't keeping their attention. You never know where they were. Maybe they weren't ready to fully commit and you still pushed a relationship on them. Right. No one knows the behind the scenes of when people are dating. So yeah, even if yeah. you're friends with someone, you really don't know what's happening. No. So you and they can tell you the story all they want. Right. But there's two sides. Exactly. So. Three. <laughs> so, um, For this person who wrote in this letter, I would um, try to figure out, like Rebecca said, why you think you're attracting these toxic guys and what it is that is attracting them to you and you to Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And just like, once again, change up your your scenery, like where you're looking for them. Like Mm -hmm. if you're looking for someone who's serious and who really wants to like start something position yourself so that you can meet those type of people right and i know you say that they're more exciting and fun but you say you want to settle down so you can find someone who's committed and not toxic that is fun too i think it's more fun to not get cheated on you have to almost say (laughs) that i think like once again with manifesting you have to almost change your thoughts in the way you're speaking onto it so now you've already put in the atmosphere that this is what you're attracting but you yeah. should re- you should change it around. Like I'm attracting great men, great people who are going to take care of me, who are going to be fun, and we're going to enjoy each other's company. So I would change up right uh, someone who I know where they are and they don't go mm-hmm. missing for days or whatever. You yeah, have just change to, up your thought process. Yeah, because in the end, a fun guy is only fun for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-mm, let it go. Our next question is from a guy. Okay, okay. The question is. Is foreplay always important? 
Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the main event from Jump sometimes. What y'all think? I'm dead. They're always trying to get to the main event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't water the grass, you know, <laughs> saute the meat, something. Is it always important? Um, uh, Always is a strong word. Yeah, it is always is a very strong word. I mean, I'm out the game, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know? Um, no. Okay. So I'll speak on my previous life. Yes. Because please. the life that I'm living now. Yes. I'm no longer into those <laughs> things. But um, you're like, what's foreplay? <laughs> and I'm like, which part is that again? <laughs> but um, I think that it just depends on like what the time constraint. Is this a quickie or are we like. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, nothing is always important. Yeah. No. If you got to go to work and I got to go, to, you know, get up like, no. Yeah, and honestly, I like, don't think what? you ever think about it. I think you just go with it. But you're not I like think saying, that's Stop, us. Let's uh, let's do the foreplay. Back it up. But no, I think as a guy, they think really different from us, Rebecca. Duh. I think <laughs> I think they're legit. Always like let's, let's just get go. to it. Yeah, they are. So he's pretty much like, I'm like, I always gonna have to do this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Maybe that girl isn't like the your partner because I feel like the guys who are really into you, they want to spend time, okay? But do they or do we or do they do it just because they want to keep us around? In my previous experiences, <laughs> we know that they do it. Yes, and they're yeah. happy to do it and all that stuff, but in their head, are they wanting to do it? Are they like, "Let me just do this so I can get to the no, main event." Once again, I think it's all depending on the guy. That sounds like a young guy who's just like wants to get his like, you know, his me off I or disagree. whatever. I think this sounds like an older guy to me. No, like he's like tired of the shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think it all depends on the stature of the guy. Maybe he, if he's a romantic guy, he's going to want to take his time. And that might be a girl who like, come on now, come on with it. But if he's like, just like a hot boy, fast living, he wants it fast. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just different types of guys. I can't say that, you know, every guy is like, yeah, let's just get to it. Yeah. I think they do, a, lot, a big part of them wants to get to the main event. Yeah. But it's just much I mean, better when you take wants your to time get to the main event, but you have to, it's a more enjoyable experience. If you take your exactly, time exactly. and actually get there mentally, you guys, men have to remember that it's a mental thing first for yeah. us. But I also think it has to do with the attraction level. I think if the guy is well, super, sure. super attracted to you, he's going to do everything in his power to make sure he did a good job. Right. Right. But let's say, but there are instances like I had a stressful day and I'm just trying to get something off. Yeah. Like I'm not like, even for me as a woman and like, nobody's trying to go through all the motions. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. So I think <laughs> <laughs> not every time. So no, yeah. that answers the question. Not no, it's time. not always important, but, but it is, but it, first of all, you need to know who you're with because we're just two people. Like your partner might think that it's really important and she maybe is more romantic, like Rebecca said, and wants you to set the scene and, you know, make it a moment. Hmm. Wake up, and wake up, maybe wake we're up, sluts wake up. And sluts. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we're sluts. I'm not a slut. I don't no. know about that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But then there's other people who are like, you know, sometimes, you Jump know, like on it. <laughs> I'm dead right now. No, for real. Like, seriously, there are people like that. I just think you have to find your your partner, your person, because your person is going to do exactly how you want it every time, and it's not going to matter, I think. I mean, I think there's going to be sometimes like, oh, well, damn, that's all you had? Mm-hmm. 
But for the most part, you're going to be always satisfied. Yeah. I mean, just change it up, you know? Like, mm. just change it Take up. Take your time, brother. Stop rushing. <laughs> That's but what I'm saying. Yeah, our answer is no. It is not always um, important, but it is an important aspect of the sexual experience. So stop trying to. And higher preferred. Because, like, why would you want it to just be, like, just, you know, dry or whatever? I don't know. Like, yeah. not. And also for him, though, up. men like foreplay, too. Yeah. Like, why is he trying to skip that part? Well, maybe he ain't skipping it for him. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's just a damn dog <laughs> and just wants it for himself. <laughs> he, wants, he wants his cake and eat it, too. Right. So, yeah, no. The answer is no. <laughs> okay, next question. I think this is from a guy, too. Okay. It says, y'all talk about men needing to be established a lot, but mm-hmm. does that always mean money? I'm a great guy in my mid-30s who's looking to settle down, has no kids, a great personality, I think, and handsome, but I can't seem to hold down a job. Mm. I'm willing to cater to my girl and take care of the house. When I'm in between jobs, is that enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really, Rebecca? No, for real. Like that goes back to I'm balance. I always floor. say balance. No, I always say balance. No, for me, maybe not for me. Oh, we talk about for you. Okay, for Will me. Will you date a, a really great guy mm-hmm. who don't have no job? Is he gonna get one? He says he keeps losing his job. He can't hold down a job. I probably would because I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. Oh, because I'm at a point in my life where you, I don't want to fix anybody. I don't want to help anybody. To no, that's what I'm saying. That's an autumn. Okay, Rebecca. No, because let me tell you, you go on Megan, the first pause. He's nope, like, I, I got to tell you. Nope. Listen, okay. Okay. because I've been there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I did everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey. Here's, here's even my clients that I love and, mm-hmm. and trust me, I would refer him to their husbands who had, who were very well connected mm-hmm. to put him on. Cause that's what I do for my friends anyway. Right. If, if I can help you in any way, I'm going to do that. But at the, in that same breath, I think sometimes, I don't know always, but for me, what I've experienced, if I'm dating someone and I help elevate them, if that's not exactly what they want to do, I feel like they get some form of resentment later. I agree. And then and then even if they do come up, they don't really treat you with the same respect because now they, they feel like they've elevated. So now they probably want some elevated stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's dating or whatever. And now you don't really fit the picture. Not every guy's going to do it, but that's how it was for me. And then now they want to try something new. Right. So for me, I would rather you have your shit together. And I mean, I understand shit happens if you lose your job. Okay. Like it's not the end of the world. You're going to reposition and find something else, right. but not nobody who's just going to sit around saying, Oh, I'm going to be the house man. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I think he's more so saying like, I, I find a lot of odd jobs. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I mean, like, that doesn't necessarily like mean he don't have no savings. He might have a savings. Do he have a savings? No, it doesn't seem like it. Like, he's just willing to cater to you. Rub your feet when you get home. Megan. Have dinner ready on okay, the stove. Okay, but you like, can't rub Comet feet. <laughs> no, you're paying the bills, and he's catering to you. Okay, I'm signing out. <laughs> no, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay, sir. I feel like there are some women who would like that. Maybe who have really stressful jobs yeah right who just really want peace and like we talked wealth. about yeah this. you do that's why i said it's all about like what you're looking for what you need 
That's but, not what I need. I can't do that. But right now. I think maybe when my company take off. No, but honestly, I don't think these people that I'm talking about will respect him in the end of the day, though. How no, can yes, I bring you to my my um, no, 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 my no. gala? And they're like, oh, here's your no. husband. What does he do? He stays at home. He and minds his for business me. and you should mind yours. Don't you don't need to know that. I mean, we live in a world now that people could be like, I'm an entrepreneur and cut it off. Like, or whatever. Right. I'm an entrepreneur. The, uh, the conversation doesn't end there. Okay. What do you do? Help my wife. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. No, but for <laughs> real. Like, no, we do live in a world that you, you, can, you can get people together and say, oh, I don't discuss my work. That's it. Like, you can get people together and shut them up and like... I think that's fine, but I think it's embarrassing. I don't think it's embarrassing because, once again... It goes back to balance. Maybe a woman who has high wealth and who is doing her thing, who does not need anybody's money, who has plenty of it. It's not she about might me, need though. that. She might need the support of a husband who's going to be at home, who's going to help her out, who's going to rub her feet and do all the things. Yes, and she, that might balance her out. She yeah. might need that. Right, so, right. yeah, there are people who want that. And she's not going to be embarrassed because that person helps her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he balances her out. That's not anything to be embarrassed about. I don't know. I, I see the pro and con of it. But let's talk about someone who's not high wealth. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking well, everyday people here. No, I'm saying now I'm moving on. Okay. We're everyday people here. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to find somebody. What do you think? Is his dating pool small? Because as soon as a girl hears, like, let's say he's on an app. Mm-hmm. They go out for a date and they hear, you know, I'm not, I'm in between jobs right now. Mm-hmm. Our girl's running for the hills. Do you think? <laughs> I think over, yeah, like over 50% will run for the hills because I feel like you have to look at society and what what we're like feeding into. The moment you sign on Instagram, you're seeing city girls this and this and that. And it's all about like someone who can provide the way, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all about the maturity level and the age of dating pool that he's going after if he's going after these girls in their 20s forget about it because they don't have 30s okay so yeah they don't have the maturity level to understand that you know shit happens and you might lose your job but if he's going for like women who are mid-30s who want have kids who want to settle down they might go for that because they're like shoot like i i want a partner and you seem like a good guy i really enjoy you and i i see your potential and i'm gonna take the risk it's really hard for me because I want to think that way too, that obviously there's someone for everybody and you know, you shouldn't change yourself for society and things like that. But it's really hard, especially thinking about black women now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we invest so much in our black men and a lot of times they don't stay. Do we? Oh yeah. You're talking about in our, in our relationships. In our relationships. I think. And it's like, do I want to build, you know, have you here? And like, obviously, if I'm paying the bill, you're living with me, let's say, and I'm paying the bills, I'm paying for food, I'm doing all this stuff. And then you end up leaving and finding somebody, you know, like, it's such a risk. That's what happened. It's a big risk. That's what I'm saying. So you have to look at your own situation and say, so what am I going to get out of this? And like, is this worth me taking this risk? Like, am I going to be happy? Like, you really have to look at the whole picture. In my eyes, I think we're doing black men a disservice from when they're young. 
Um, mm. I think they need to start, you know, building up black men from the beginning. Cause I feel like since I was a little girl, like people are building me up to be this and that and this and that. Mm-hmm. And you know, our young black man, are oh, you going to be a football player? You're going to play basketball. Yeah. You're going to do this. Like it's never, you're going to run a company. You're going to like have a fortune 500 or you're going to be an engineer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those conversations right. aren't really happening for our black men. So when they're young, right. So um, I think that's where it needs to start. Somebody needs to start building them up because it's not our responsibility to bring them up to speed and, and try to coach them because that's not what they need. They need coaches. They don't need a girlfriend who's going to like baby them and hold but their But that's hands. a hard thing now because you either have someone who's going to baby him or then someone who's going to support him. And it's like, I don't know. Either way, it's like, I feel like you need to stand on your own. Yeah. And I don't know. I think sometimes some guys might get with a girl who's who's doing her stuff and they might become inspired by you doing so many great things and it might push them and propel them to really go after what they want to do because they really want to make you happy and they really like the direction the relationship is going. I don't think it'll always be a negative. Right. For me, I don't know his situation and I don't want to speculate, but let's just say, because I do know like someone at my company, it's like, he can't hold a steady job because of something he did in his past. He mm-hmm. has a record. Okay. And so anytime a job finds out or there's any little complaint, that's the reason that they fire him. So mm-hmm. in a situation like that where it's their past, mm. I feel like... He need to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. It's harder. But I mean, yeah. even for the girlfriend, it's harder too because it's frustrating. Yeah. And you know what? Like I said, you'll find someone who is willing to like take that risk with you yeah. and who's going to help you out and say, Hey, okay, well we know your situation. So he should be a little bit more responsible to have like a nice savings and, you know, and just, but what if you can't get to the savings point, you know, you can, you can like, you're not at, you can't hold down your job long enough to, you know, get to a point where you have overflow. I don't know. Like, I mean, Hey, we eat out and all these things. You might just have to sacrifice some things knowing your situation. Okay, knowing that, though, and given that scenario, does that change your mind? Would it for you if you went on a date and heard that? No, I'm not dating nobody with no job. With no job. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I barely got a job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, no, for real. For me, mm-hmm. in my situation, I, I'm an entrepreneur, and so I know the perfect balance for me is someone who is steady, and someone I can learn from. Not that I want them to pay my bills or do anything for me, mm-hmm. but I need something with security because I'm already living as an entrepreneur, taking big risks. So I need someone to balance me out who's not taking risks, who's okay, not saying that I need their money, but I just need that form of security where they're like, oh, babe, you, you got this. Like, what are you worried about? Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry with someone. Yeah. So mm. that's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Sometimes I like to worry with someone, though. Nah, girl. Mm-mm. I would think. Who want to worry about himself? No, I feel like if I'm having, like, a financial problem and I'm like, dang, this will change my business if I have $1,200 mm-hmm. and I'm literally going to change my whole business and I can make mm-hmm. an extra 120000 that year. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, if I can go to my man and get it and then be able to give it back to him three times, perfect. I don't want to have to go to my man and we both thinking, yeah, how are we going to get it? True. So, no. Sorry. I mean, two heads are better than one. (laughs) 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 Not two empty heads and hands. No. That's just empty. That's just two, two. 
two tissues that you're going to need to clear the, the tears. Right. Two meals you have to prepare. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Our last question we're going to do today says, do you have to lose weight to find love? I'm a girl with a good job and I'm a big girl and proud of it. Um, or I was. I find that men are attracted to me and we go on a couple of dates, but it always fizz- fizzles out. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong, but I feel insecure about my weight and think that might be the issue. Mm. Well, she just answered her own question. She goes on and on. And then she says, I've tried every diet in the books. Mm. So obviously we don't want to tell her try something. So my thing is your weight really helps your self-confidence. And she said it. it's... Weighing on her self-confidence. But she said, I'm big girl and proud. But then later oh. on, she said that because her relationships are ending, I guess it's starting to make her feel insecure about her weight because she doesn't know why. Right. So my thing is, I would, one, get healthy in all areas of my life. What makes you think she's not healthy? I'm saying, like, being healthy of your mind, you don't have to worry about being insecure. You mm. need to have yourself in a space where you're like, I'm confident in this. I feel good here. Because if she feels good in the size that she is, mm-hmm. then there's no conversation. Exactly. Because I know girls who are heavy and they have more confidence than me. Yeah, and they you better be happy wherever want. you're at. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You have to take, your, take care of yourself from the inside out. And it's not saying, oh, you need to eat this kind of diet. You need to do that. You just need to feed your spirit and your energy like good, positive messages. So regardless of how you look, you're thinking positive. You're feeling good about yourself. So everything will fall in line. So I think it's not even about the dieting portion. I think at this point she needs to work on her uh, her mind. Like what is what is she telling herself? What is she allowing people to pour into her? Like so obviously some guys are saying something about something that's making her feel like second guessing. Perhaps. And that's interesting that you said inside out because actually my pastor today, uh, this week said you need to take care of yourself from the outside in. Mm. Um, so I guess you need to take care of yourself all around. You do. <laughs> but I mean, what does he mean from the outside in? Cause the inside your like, spirit don't is let so things important. Penetrate. Like, you know, like, don't hold on to the things that people say where yes. you allow it to get inside your mind and your Agreed. head and your body. You know, yes. he's like, let be a barrier. And that's why so I say healthy. You have soul. to have healthy yeah. conversations with yourself. If you wake up and a healthy conversation, like, man, I look good. Even if you don't feel the best, you're like, I look good. And I'm going to do everything I can to feel even better by the end of the day. Yeah. I feel like with weight, you know, like in this culture and society, it's really hard and people like, really make you feel bad if you're not a certain yep, weight and don't look do. that way. But I really hate that. Like, first of all, you can be completely healthy and be a bigger person. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to do the things that make you feel good. If it's like buying different outfits that, you know, really flatter your shape and your body mm-hmm. type, then do that. You know, if it's a certain haircut or whatever makes you feel good, you have to do that because it will permeate to the rest of your body and you will exude and you'll attract other confidence your and light ex- will come out. Yep. And I mean for me, I must say, like my weight has always fluctuated. I've never I'm like not skinny. I'm not like overweight or whatever, but mm-hmm. 
I have to say is when I feel like my most confident, I'm I'm a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And when I have that confidence and that light on, people are like, whew, my DMs are blowing up. I'll post a good picture. And people are mm-hmm. like, dang, girl, you looking good. And I'm like, okay, where was y'all when I was like two sandwiches yeah, away from being a thing big girl? I hate <laughs> You know, I like, hate that. Why didn't I get that same energy when I was a cheeseburger away? Right. I just hate that we are because we're all like that. You know, mm-hmm. everyone we know, we talk about weight constantly. Yes. And it sucks. It sucks. And I mean, and also you have to listen to like who's pouring into you. If you have friends that are always, you know, super picky about what their weight looks like and yeah. stuff, you got to watch who's pouring into you. And maybe like someone's pouring into you that guys only want sexy women or skinny women or something. You have to just watch what you're intaking and what's making you change your mind. Because there's a guy who probably is looking for your exact body there style. Is- plenty of guys who want that and they you know that you are sexy at any weight and you need to know that and you know like don't let someone dim your light because they couldn't you know handle you right because you will find somebody who can and who will gladly be with you so um i think if you are healthy and whatever healthy means to you um just continue and just feel confident and do whatever it takes to um, feel your best. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I love to just, like you said, do whatever it's going to take to make you feel your best. But just maybe do a little bit extra and see what happens. Because if you keep doing the same thing, you might not get what, you know, you might just keep getting the same thing. But if you want something elevated, do something new. But I feel like if there is a person, like, let's say she's confident. She doesn't want to lose weight. She's fine. She feels good. Then But whatever. if you're saying you're not meeting anybody. But she's meeting people. Okay. But they, um, she goes on a couple of dates and they fizzle out. And so she doesn't know. I think she's speculating, mm. like, is it my weight? Because oh. she doesn't know why. Yeah. They're not telling her. No. Okay. Yeah. Find out why they're fizzling out. I mean, it could have been your conversation. It could have been something else. Yeah. It could have nothing to do with your weight. Because... No one's going to continue to date someone that they're not physically attracted to initially. Yeah. I don't know. My thing is try to get in whatever the best shape of your life is for you. Do it so that you feel good and healthy and you feel confident. Wherever that is, get there and then watch yourself attract everything that you want. Yeah, because obviously your mind's not right because you started the email with your proud, um, your proud, Big girl, but then in the end, you say that you're insecure about your weight. So something's not lining up there. So you gotta um, figure out what decide. That is. Yeah, decide. Are you proud? And then you gotta be proud. Or if you're not, then you know you Work can think it. about and it is it doesn't take whatever. The it thing is. is about losing weight. People have to get this idea of it's gonna happen in three months. It's gonna happen. Like oh I've my seen God, people you like take to, a, you do, <laughs> but I've seen people like take a whole year. It's it's a lot of commitment. Like mind, body, and soul. It's not just like me going to the gym and eating right. Your mind has to say like I am gonna release this dead weight. I'm gonna not release only that, whatever. but the older you get, the harder it becomes. Yeah. So, so like, you just gotta know it's gonna take time. So I would just add like a 30 minute walk in my day, and not think about losing weight. Just think about I'm I'm just getting myself in a good headspace, good energy. I'm releasing toxins, bad energy, whatever. And I think you know you'll see over time. And remember that you know be you need to be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll have good days where you eat everything great and you feel healthy and other days you might just eat ice cream and be sad but guess what every day is a new day Mm -hmm. and you can start over 
So we all have those ups and downs and, you know, it's okay. Damn. Just now I want some Oreos. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Eat Oreo thins. Okay? No, girl. I want the double stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Megan just went, oh, my God. Anyway, you guys, um, thank you again for writing in these letters. We really hope that we helped you in some way. And anyone who is thinking about something and needs advice, please feel free to write in and we hope we'll give you some good advice and everything is anonymous. And um, yeah, we want to hear from you. Yeah, you can DM us too at You Think You Grown Podcasts. Yeah, or email us um, at the Gmail. Like I said, Rebecca won't read it, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I'm like, I'm like, what? And it's you think you I'm the social media person. (laughs) Yes, because I hate social media. You think you grown at gmail.com. Okay, Rebecca. Yo. Do I dare ask you, have you watched anything this week? Um, Well, so I am like on my little phone while I'm like in between work. And Mm -hmm. I was watching um, some reruns of Girlfriends. (laughs) everybody's watching girlfriends yeah, right now funny. and i'm just like honestly for me i'm not even i'm watching it listening and i feel like i can kind of relate to some things or you just have a different perspective at this age mm-hmm. and then i'm also like looking at the hair and makeup mm-hmm. and i'm looking at like tori ellis ross is that her name yeah tracy tracy, tracy. i'm like she's a bad mama jamma dog she like she been, been her bad now right it's still killer yes. i'm like girl please let me know what you eat but i I know she does like this something method some it's like this uh something daily method and it's like hmm. this intense hot workout and so like i think i need to try that it's like pilates elevated i think we said we were gonna try yeah that. we so, want to try pilates girl whatever you doing girlfriend you doing it she's like <laughs> where's she at her age like 60s no how i think her mom just turned 70 something so she can't be 60s are you serious? Okay, well, who's, who just turned 60 that looks good, No, too? Sh- I think she's the same age as Gabrielle Union, because they share a birthday. So, oh, so she's there's in her 50s. Like, I don't know. Girl, I don't know. Either way, Delete did you that watch part, it when know. you were... <laughs> were you... um? Did you watch it when you were younger, when it was on? I did. I did. And I mean, I had no idea what I was looking at, but I mean, I thought it was funny and I enjoyed it then and I damn sure enjoy it now. So I think it's really cool that uh, Netflix is doing that, though. Yeah, I like it, too. I didn't, I watched a few episodes when I was young. Oh, she's but, 47. Okay. But I, um, but I didn't remember it. Now it seems like it's weird because we're kind of in the same age group mm-hmm. and seeing them single and like really looking for men. And it's like, oh my God, this cycle Hilarious. just continues. Like it just continues. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's fun to see that now that I'm an adult, because now I'm kind of like their age that they were in the show. Right. So, Yeah. And it's funny because you see these um, like posts on Instagram. It's like me getting married at 30 looks more like 42-ish. I'm and dead. it's like, <laughs> dead, dead, dead. I'm so sick of the timeline. It reminds you that you have time. You got time. Yeah. Like it's not that serious. Yep. But yeah, for me, I'm watching a Netflix show too. It's called Ratchet. Of course you are. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, usually I don't like stuff from the past, like period pieces is what I call it. Um, but I don't. And it is based on a book, I guess. And it's 1947. Um, it's based in 1947 about a nurse, um, who works at a psychiatric hospital, but she's like crazy. Mm. Um, but it's so good. And like, I'm like really holding myself back from binging it. 
gosh. But um, Sarah Paulson, who's in um, American Horror Story, she's like the lead character. She's um, in there, and it's really good. It's super, super good. I just can't get into TV, y'all. Like, it's hard. I'd like, be it's such busy. an escape, though. Like, for me to get my brain off of my to-do list that never ends, Mm-mm. I, like, always have, like, something on in the background. Honestly, like, yeah. I'll watch, like, a sermon from Sarah Jakes, because sometimes at the end of the day or, like, at a, at a Tuesday when it feels like it's Friday, you need mm-hmm. that little refresh. That's how I feel right now. Like, I'm like, somebody help me make it girl, through this week. Girl, watch one of her episodes. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm watching, but nothing's on. Mm. Like, I guess football's back. Yeah, I've been watching a couple of football games, catching the end. I like watching, like, the fourth quarter. How are the Bears doing? They're doing good. 3-0. Nice. Yeah, they're killing. They said, we, we, we about to do this. I hear that. Go Bears. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you loving? Um, Actually, so it's not a thing it's a service Ooh. um as y'all know i'm always rocking a weave or braids my hair is never really out mm-hmm. and i decided like um a few months back that i was going to start wearing my natural hair again so i had chopped off a lot of hair mm-hmm. and so um actually my hair grew in a lot and i met this girl and her page is no underscore curl underscore denied and mm-hmm. her name is Nika. And when I tell you, the service was amazing. Does she focus on natural hair? Only. Yes. Nice. And so I've always been going to like a weave expert, mm-hmm. which is great. I love my weaves, but they don't really too much care for your natural hair. Like they don't do the caring motions. Right. Like they just kind of sprayed you up and throw you in a sewing and then, you know, and your hair looks bomb. Mm-hmm. But this girl, like she trimmed my ends. I got a cleansing treatment. Like I guess I had like product buildup. So she like did a scrub on my scalp. Wow. When I tell you my hair is usually so coarse, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it nappy. Yeah, it's very yeah. coarse and hard to get through. Like I can barely comb it. My hair was so soft. Like, I felt like I had, like, almost mixed hair. Like, you could run your hands through my hair. I don't know the products. She was just amazing. She gave me a steam treatment, so I sat under the steam. Mm -hmm. My scalp felt so good. It just felt, I felt so light leaving, and my hair had so much bounce to it. Yeah. And um, it wasn't like when you put the flat iron to my hair, it didn't sizzle and all these things. So, it was just really good. And she's a celebrity hairstylist, so I felt like I was a celebrity. I was like, ow. (laughs) Do you find it hard to keep up with your natural hair because you work out so much yes and, and yeah. i just posted a post picture on instagram i look a crazy hot fool That's after that yeah my little edges and my um hair be puffing up but you know i also have been using um some clip-ins from uh hair crush and so they have like a little bit of course to them so when i put them in and my hair is coarse it all kind of blends together so it just nice. looks like my hair right so um yeah so if you guys want my code some. dm me i'll give you my code for hair crush Okay. Uh, you know coarse clip-ins you know natural mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah that's awesome i haven't been to like a legit hair salon yeah that was my first like, time too since covid right no no honey like in like seven years oh yeah what well, maybe less than that you did dry bar well yeah that's what i'm saying like a legit i used to go to like black salons back in the day but yeah. i hated the process yeah i hated no, waiting for so hours seamless. I hated, you know, the like conversations, you know, the things people love. I hated like Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know you like, you know. No, this salon was super cute. It's only three other stylists. Um, It's in the West Loop. It was pretty posh and like it was so seamless. Like it was Mm -hmm. super professional. 
I yeah. would recommend anyone who wants like a professional service to go there. Right. And then after I stopped going to like the actual hair salon, I used to go to the dry bar because they were like, oh, always like an hour under, like, you know, no fuss, like just do it. And then I like that a lot. But then it was like with my because I have black hair, but you can't tell if my hair is straight and I go into a hair shop, they don't expect my curls like mm-hmm. I have tight curls coming out. Or, you know, so I always felt like it was a big, like, oh, my God, like, we weren't expecting this. And it bothered me. Yeah. And I think, honestly, just saying that alone just discredits everything. Yeah. Like, you could just be like, you know what? We didn't expect you to have curly hair, but we're going to make it work. We're going to get you out here as fast as possible. Yeah, and they would have, like, three, four people, like, what products should we use on her? Because they thought, like, I had this white, straight hair. That's what I was going to say. Like, so so is it... Like, even with dry bar, you almost have to go to someone who you know is going to be familiar with your hair texture. Exactly. And they don't have that. Like, I remember even an experience going in there and they took pictures of my hair before and after because they're oh. like, can we put these up? Because we've never done hair like yours. Wow. And it's like, yeah. Really? And it's it's sad because, like, I know they, they have people within their company because I have some friends who've worked for them. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Just the lack of education, the lack of, you know, just putting us a part of your brand. So when you built your brand and you're making these pictures, I get it. You have a niche. Okay, boom. But if you want to service us too, then you need to put me on a couple of your ads. I need to be a couple of your pictures. And And you need to train your staff to know how to take on my hair. So when I walk in there, there's no all these conversations. I need to walk in and feel just as seamless as anyone else. Exactly. That's If you're going to offer my hair. Right. And that's exactly (laughs) how I feel because I love the dry bar products. I actually have all of them. Mm -hmm. But if you look on Instagram or any of their ads and they're promoting a new product they have, there's no black people and no black hair textures. And it's like Mm. they don't know that their product actually works on black hair. Mm. And that's a real big gap that they Mm. need to fill. Well, once again, I think with the sales portion of it, they probably just want to meet their niche and that's it. Yeah, but black people like their stuff too, you know? like Yeah. I I just wish there was more stuff like that for women of color. Yeah. Because I don't, once again, I don't like to go anywhere where I have to fit a mold. Neither do I, which is why I buy my stuff and I do my hair myself now. Mm, or I did it. <laughs> yes, or you do it. But I'm not going anywhere to get it done, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But either way, my product that I'm loving, it's actually a brand too. You guys, I get stuck and lost with these Instagram ads. I buy everything. It's mm, a really big problem. <laughs> but my brand is Rich and Clear. Mm-hmm. they have like facial things they have body creams they have all types of stuff so um i bought a couple of things from them some of the serums and stuff for your face but i also bought this stretch mark cream for like you know you have stretch marks on your thighs or your butt as it grows and i want to see like all of the reviews there's like 58 reviews and they're like in three weeks like my stretch marks were like gone dang okay and before I'm and like, after picture right coming. so i'm like let me see Mm. so they said they're you know like they've gotten a lot of orders and all that stuff but it should be here soon i got my shipping notifications so i'll let y'all know i love that i need some creams that's gonna help me with dry girl i'm like especially literally my skin oh my god come january i'm gonna be a little alligator over here (laughs) yeah so that is what i'm loving this week So although we did a lot of questions, I did have a question for you that I had a lot of opinions on, Rebecca. And it was, (laughs) is there any harm in expressing information about your past relationships openly? Say it again. 
is there any harm in expressing information about your past relationships openly? So nobody asked. No. So I think it's like, you know how, like you said, there's a story, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's say you dated someone, they cheated on you. Mm-hmm. Is it bad for you to say, like, what happened in your relationship to other people? You know, we were talking about earlier about someone having, you know, knowing someone you're dating and telling you about them. Mm-hmm. Is it harm? Because it's your story to tell. Mm -hmm. But is there something wrong with that? Is that not fair to the other person? For me, I like to keep it out of the relationship because I think sometimes when people look to hurt you, they kind of use your past to kind of buffer it or they like now know like a trigger for you, you know? So I Mm -hmm. kind of feel like I leave it out of it. It has nothing to do with this. No, but more so on like a relationship just ended Mm -hmm. or is it free reign for you to tell your story and tell what happened? Oh, in to that like the, to the public, to the people. Yeah, to the people, to yeah, anybody. I think you should. I think that's a part of healing. I don't think you should bring it into your next relationship because I don't think that's healthy. Like, I think you should talk about, like, yeah, you know, he, was, he wasn't the best to me, but I know it was because of this and that, but leave it at that extent. Like, keep it, keep but it classy. But what if it's something that um, is harmful to their image or something like let's say he abused you Mm -hmm. and you're telling people like you know he hit me so i left and that could affect his job and things like that or is it okay for you to tell that because that's your story? Yeah, that's your truth. Like, I mean, the thing is, is like, that's their behavior and that's who they are. And I think a lot of people try to shy away and hide who they really are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you have to expose, I'm not saying run around and expose people, but if you're doing it in a way that you're helping other people escape maybe their own trauma, then Mm -hmm. yes. But I think if you're doing it to like bash someone or to like, to, you know, dim someone's light or come after their character. I don't think it's right. But I think if you're like, let's say if you, if you're talking abuse and you're doing mental health, uh, mental, mental health awareness, or you're like helping people who are abused, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you should share your story because your story is going to help someone else. But in terms of just like, you know, black walling someone, I don't think it's right. I don't think it matters. I think it's my story. And whether I want to help somebody or whether I want to bash, bash, it's like you did that to me. Yeah. And so I can say whatever I want because I'm not saying, I mean, I don't think you should say he's a horrible guy. He's this, that, and a third. But what you can say is he treated me badly. Yeah, you sure can. It is your story. Right. I ain't denying that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like what you choose to share is, is between you and it's how your personality is for me. Like I'm a more private person. So I think with me sharing stuff like that, I would share it in order to help someone Mm -hmm. and say, this is what I've been through. This is, but maybe it's just helping yourself. Maybe you're not helping someone, but maybe by you saying it out loud, you know, like for sure. Yeah. You shouldn't definitely keep anything bottled up. Anything that's going to help you get to the next, I think you should do it. Yeah. I think, your free reign to it's your story and he can you know he can and will say anything he wants about you but if it happened to you then i think you it's fine yeah and then also i think it's it's kind of challenging because i feel like people like that might deny it anyway and then they try to discredit you exactly so it's just like do you really want to open up this can of worms again so it depends on like where you are if you've already healed or if this is a part of your healing because if you're healing like like for megan the stallion for example Mm -hmm. you know she's she's in her process of healing and then tori wants to put out an album and like make it seem like he's not the like he's a victim too like Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's just 
Mm. But that's the thing, too. I think if you're going to tell your story about someone, you have to tell your side, too. I'm meaning like. If, uh, what you we, if we were boxing, mm-hmm. don't just say he abused me. Say, right. you know what? We beat each other up or whatever right, the situation right, is. Right. I'm not yeah. saying that you always have don't to have play a victim fault. when you were. Right. But yeah. don't act like he hit you and then you out of cow- nowhere. Yeah. Right. You coward. You know, yeah. like tell the full story. Exactly. Not to say that you're wrong, yeah. but tell the full story. Yeah, because the full is. story helps people because there's some people who might get beat on because their boyfriend is an alcoholic. Right. And, and you know, don't, you, you can't, can't leave control that part that. out. Yeah. And you can't leave that part out because that's really not fair. Exactly. And that's not the truth then because you're omitting something. Yep. So, um, you have to tell the full story. If you're going to open that door, then open it all the way. Yep. Agreed. So, yeah. Well, we made it through the episode. We did that. <laughs> we were tired. Right. Is it Friday? <laughs> Please let it be. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening every week and commenting and sending in your letters. We love to hear them. Again, you can reach us at youthinkyougrown at gmail.com. Or you think you grow on podcasts on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. All right. So talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I'm a girl.